Hello. Yes, hello. Hey, there he is. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening in on the International Shells Show. This is International Shells, and I am over the moon for the guest that I have today. Ladies and gentlemen, I met this man many moons ago through a mutual friend that we both love. And uh, granted, the name is International Shells. I be everywhere. You ain't never there is the motto. But let me tell you something. When I travel abroad, this guy is there. All right. And it's, you know what? He is actually my official first international guest. So let me tell you a thing or two about this man. This man comes from the land of Pink Sands. This man comes from a place where there's a spot called Snorkel Park. This man comes from a place where they have a spot called Crystal Caves. Is that right? That's correct. Caves. Uh Aha. We'll talk about that in depth later on. But Beyonce shot a video there. We'll, we'll, We'll get back there at some point. This man comes from the land of the scary triangle of death if you will aka the bermuda triangle but let me tell you something people are cheating themselves by not going to where this man lives ladies and gentlemen it is my absolute pleasure to introduce my friend my brother Stuart DeRosa aka Stu what's going on brother Shells is is a pleasure to hear you and a pleasure to be here. Thank you for tuning in. Oh my gosh. Listen to this. You know what, people? This is especially dear to my heart because the first time I was ever on a radio speaking to anyone, this was the man that took me. He sat right there with me like a proud big brother as I was being interviewed by the local DJ who was like their rendition of like a Funk Master Flex, Ninja Cutty. What's up, brother? How you doing out there? Bermuda stand up. Yo, I can't believe I got you on here. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's very hard to get a hurt in Oh my gosh. And you know what it is? Back then, you were like shells no, you need to try to take this thing serious. And I'm like, okay, all right, you know, maybe. And you were like, no, you and big man were like, no, (laughs) you need to try to take this serious. And I said, you know what? Let me take this leap and let me introduce the awesome individuals that I have in my life. I'm so blessed to know some of these people. You know what I mean? Well, all of these people, but I'm so lucky that that you guys agree to get on here and speak to me a little and share your light and and your beautiful spirits with everyone. Stuart, you're one of the most kind, uh, clean-hearted men that I've ever met. And I love you, brother. You're good stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, right. Now that we back in here, man. I'm sorry. We got a little excited. Well, I know I was excited with that introduction. I'm just so happy to have you here, my brother. You have no idea. It's like full circle. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm trying to be good and follow some of the suggestions that were made. So this is one of the suggestions that were made by a few people. And you were one of the main ones. So this... Oh my gosh, this is awesome. This is like having someone read your poetry for the first time or having someone be there while you collect like some kind of accolade, someone who's always coached you on. You've always been such a positive force. So it's like, wow, Stuart, we're on like a station together right now, brother. Ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I still have the um, a snippet of the first recording. Oh my do? God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been direct. Oh my gosh, that was a crazy day. 
that was yeah. a crazy day but here we are brother here we are and we've always been able like to, to talk about every and anything whenever i'm there whenever you're here it's always cool vibes it is it is and, and honest, there's something new to talk about yes all the time you know it's fresh honest and open conversation especially about music this is like yeah. my music consultant guy right here like so what do you think about this brother well, you know, Shells. <laughs> <laughs> you got that one down to a T. Yeah, when you, when you break it down and give me your very Quincy Jones, you know what I'm saying? Like a real composer. Like, it's really impressive, you know? But it's like, tell me, what's going on on the island right now? What's going on over there? And like, how are you guys like receiving our content over there? Like, music wise like what are they knocking over there right now just across the whole board it doesn't just have to be like you know like reggae or hip-hop or whatever what are you guys hearing uh on your radios out there what are they sharing with the people well you'll find out in bermuda it's it's more of like a, a multicultural um area destination that anyone can be in in a mm -hmm. sense so we're well-rounded with the music mm -hmm. um primarily you'll find that reggae and soca are, are the two top things that's um, heard across the the island in mm -hmm. itself. But we do um, lately has been delving into the the rap and the trap music. That's what's been um, raining over here, and it's mm -hmm. on a, a surge coming on up. Um, so, who are the big names over there then, trap wise? Who do they like? Well, you got Migos and uh, a few other people. Uh, such as like um, who else? Who else? I mean, I don't get into the trap part myself, so I don't yeah, know all the names. Like, you know, that's not my. Don't my feel bad, big bro. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. <laughs> Just, you know, we do have to embrace these things because it is what it is. Don't feel bad about not knowing. You know what's going on, but I will tell you, I've got a few of those songs that no matter how much I'm like, man, what is this when I'm riding around? They're catchy, they're catchy. Yeah. Like, catchy. What, what was the Migos song? Um, that walk it, I got tuck it, tuck it. Like, do what you say, you know, mean what you say, like, stick to your word, be a person of your word. I understand the concept, I rock with that, you yeah. know. There was one song in particular that that like I don't I don't know where it will fall in, but it actually had some content to it. Um, Hardaway, in a sense, uh, it took my heart away. It's, I can't remember who the, who the person it's okay. is. Okay, I'm not blaming you, man. Don't worry, I'll look up the stuff after. So that sounds like I heard that before. It's hard. Whoever's listening to this, I'm sure they know it because you know what? I don't listen to the radio. And a lot of songs, it's like it's pay for spins, it seems like, because at the top of the hour, you know you're going to hear XYZ Elemental P. You know you're going to hear it like clockwork, even when it's trash. Like I caught myself in, was it traffic? I don't even know where I was, but I caught myself riding through the streets about to get onto the Grand Central. Remember when you came out here the last time? Yeah. By like the Met Stadium? That's yes, yes. Man, I'm over here riding down. I'm repeating after the kid. It was a catchy song, and all he kept saying was his name, Shaquest. Da -da 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 -da. And I was like, "Am I really singing this song?" Well, I was like, "Well, you know what? It's catchy. I'll give him that." But you know, at, you, sometimes you just gotta roll with the punches. Either you like it or you don't. There's no need in tearing it down because God knows when we will knock in whatever we will knock in. Yeah, Mr. DeRosa, I don't know what's going on, but I'll be honest and I'll tell you this. I'm still trying to work out a few of the bugs in this thing. So please forgive me. I'm not afraid well, to make, <laughs> I'm not so, afraid to make a mistake with my brother. I'm not ashamed. I want you to see that I'm actually trying to put this thing together the best way I can. But I, honestly, I don't know this thing and it doesn't know me just yet. We're still dating. So, you know. <laughs> hey, hey. As long as, as long as you understand what 90 days is. Hey, yes, gentlemen. You hear that? That came from a man. You know, 90 days at least. 
Jesus Christmas. Don't want to go for a night of dancing and God knows what else. And you wake up in the morning, look over, talking about, so, what's your name? (laughs) (laughs) For real, for real. (laughs) Anyway, I mean, that's just, uh, people are moving so damn fast these days with everything, Stu. It don't make no sense. Like, that whole courting someone and taking the 90 days and... You know, going out on a real date, not that Netflix and chill nonsense these guys be trying to pull. That's crazy. You want to sit on the couch? That's the first date? Listen, I took you on through our younger years. That's not a good idea. (laughs) No, it's not. That's that's almost that microwave generation in that sense. It's like... Like, you know, when, when you really have to keep those values and those morals about about it, good upbringing, mm. thinking about it when, when it comes down to, okay, that's the daughter of a man, so let's let's go talk to the man of the house. Hmm. Uh, and yet, in this day and age, that's seldom present. But you that's know, a whole other, another thing. Yeah, that is a whole other thing. We're like, let's go talk to the man of the house and let's be real. Like, a lot of the... And out there dealing with them, however they know how to deal with them. You gotta act out what you know, you know, or what you see on TV. You know, so here you are saying I wanna meet the the father of this young lady. What if her dad isn't home? You no, know, she has what if all she has home is her dad? Correct. Uh, you know, it, these you know, the situations are different. Cause I hear a lot of these young men, because you know, a lot of people are getting married early. Or they're having a baby shower that's reminiscent of a wedding because they know that wedding ain't never coming. You know, that's like the new thing to have like an extravagant over the top baby shower because come on. Come on now. Yeah. All right. It's, I, to me, it, it stems from a, a thing of delusion. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where I look at it as young girls are always taught about princesses and. Mm. Growing up and learning to um, say that, okay, you're going to find Prince Charming mm-hmm. in a sense. So they had that from an early age, whereas mm. um, boys, in a sense, they're not taught all that. Mm. You see, they're, they're not taught that. It's why so when- you said that because that's, that's like real truth. Because I was talking to someone and they were going on about how, you know, how's this girl going to. How's she going to behave the way she's behaving with him when he's looking for a wife at some point? So he's kind of looking at her like she's like cattle, like a possession. She needs to get her act together and start acting more like a wife. And I'm like, what? Hmm? You know, like, so what are you giving in? You know, what's the reciprocal of that? Like, what are you giving to the young lady in return? Right? Correct. And then you've got the others. Listen, listen, I'll get real heavy, real heavy for you right now. I was speaking to someone. And they were going back and forth about, you know, these young girls, they're out here getting married for the, like you said, like, it's just for the, for the spectacle of it. Right. Mm-hmm. My thing is, if you can afford it, go ahead and do it. But I think everything needs its own uh, counseling. You need to get a starter pack for certain things, especially if you never saw it in your life. Let me yes, give you a, a, a case in point. If you're getting married, you're getting married. And you didn't come from a family where your parents were married. How are you going to act like a proper spouse? How is your girl going to act like a proper wife when her mother was always only a, a girlfriend? That is that is correct. How she? I'm not downplaying the fact that someone's mother is someone's girlfriend, but a lot of these people come with these, uh, like a preconceived notion as to how these relationships are going to go. And let's be real, when you get together, I think that's one of the most awesome commitments right there because you're, you're committing to learn together, I would think. You can't expect her to just come right out the gate and know what it is to cook straight away, know how to do certain things a certain way. And let's be real, you know, I, could, I still consider you to be a Caribbean people. I'm doing air quotations, like you can see me. But you know how with this, a lot of our Caribbean women and, and their sons, they don't play that. They treat these boys like kings and they tr- and they teach them to get a girlfriend is going to treat them like they're their wife before they even put a ring on the girl that's correct yeah you know 
you know, and then or the reciprocal. You know, these girls want these guys to come out their pocket and spend this much money or whatever, whatever. You guys have got to learn what it is to go up in different steps together, watch each other grow. And I think people that watch each other grow, that right there makes for the proper foundation to be married. I think because you love me when I'm at my worst and now you see me at my best and you deserve everything I have to give because you stuck with me when it was hard to stick with me. Mm hmm. You know, but you got the people that get married and they're like, well, yeah, well, make me a nine course meal like my mama used to make. What? <laughs> you know you was taking that girl to go get some microwave shrimp down at the Red Lobster for how long you guys is When the last time that girl cooked for you? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This, this, this generation is just something else. But at the end of the day, we all need to get together. And I think we all need to just start talking about these things more often. Because, yeah. again, if your dad was only, a, you know, a child's father from a distance, from afar, mm -hmm. if, you, if they weren't held at a certain esteem, you never were there to take notes from someone to know how to act in your life. That's correct. So, That's correct. This, this microwave life they live in is a scary one. So please, yep. man, do, do they act like that out there in Bermuda with the whole spectacle of the showers and all this other stuff? I mean, yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it's, it's a way of, I don't, I don't know how to really put it, but in a sense, Western culture, as mm. they put it, um, it does have a big influence. And, and what happened on the islands when the cable vision that kicked in. That's when a lot of things changed and shifted on this island. You know, that's where the influences really started getting getting access to what they call what BT and so mm. forth. I mean, we had satellite back then, but it was like privileged mm -hmm. you know, for that. Um, but you still grew up on your morals, get home before the the street lights come on. You know, it's the same paradox of of what you do see, but it's more more like how the Cosby show was. That's how Bermuda technically is. Like, you know, uh, and that's the whole island. Like, you know, even though, like, you know, my my cousin, Nick, he, Mr. Loctite, and he had a song called um, Bermuda Ghetto. Mm -hmm. You know, you find that on YouTube, and it talks about it. Like, you know, everywhere is a ghetto in a sense like you know even bermuda has one but it's not equate to the actual physical looks of it mm -hmm. you see it becomes a mindset mm -hmm. and in that mindset if you can actually delve into that then you actually perceive and know where where we're coming from um even in regards to to the music like you know when when that comes across this way like you know we 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 hear it like, you know, all types. We hear all types of it um, from Indian, uh, Sri Lankan. Um, we, we get that trap. We get the rap. We have several radio stations here, but it's changed up. Everybody's going either to this satellite, Sirius XM or something. And you, we, we no longer have a classical. Mm -hmm. We don't have those things. Everything's on straight repeat just for hits. What's the mm -hmm. top 40? What's the top 40? And when you have that going on, then we look towards the DJs to come out, like, you know, and showcase. Like, we have several one, several, several top DJs, in a sense. Like, one that I rate highly is uh, Rusty G. Um, and he started out for way back when and just doing a sound system. Mm -hmm. you know, and then he evolved from there. And he was doing reggae. And then he had to evolve mm -hmm. into a DJ. And that meant he had to go into the 50s, the 40s, the 30s. Music that, and he's young. He's a young cat. You know, but he gets it done. Right. He he's gets it done. And he gets his craft done. And now he's into the soca. Now he's awesome. all into um, Afrobeats and... Mm. They, they've reached they've reached these shores you know we have young artists um, like General Caution jumping on the UK UK beats like with um, the one with Barking but you, you'll find that he's got his one called Hustler Baby and that 
that epitomizes what what's going out there in the streets mm-hmm. in a sense like you know so it it reaches us and it takes takes us to to a whole new level like you know we have so much talent here in 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 regards to that but it all spawns off from where we are situated in the world we're just two hours away yes you're super close to the u.s let's be clear but you guys are still a colony of the uk am i correct that is correct that is so correct. When you, so when you said you had sri lankan influences in the music like that's not really far-fetched because there's a lot of people from sri lanka in the uk so yeah. of course like you know i'm sure that they would try to get some of their influence influences there to you guys so you guys can promote not promote but buy into their their music and their culture and their things too everything is not always about the us no no here we we just we love the party in a, yeah. in a sense like yeah you know, yeah i i saw on your motorbikes at snorkel park on the road <laughs> just so dry they get it in out there people oh yeah. my god <laughs> and don't let the, to the uh, what do you call it the ships come in the cruise yeah. ships oh my god yeah, you you definitely want to want to have one of those excursions and take take a ride from from out of the port of New New York or New Jersey, wherever the cruise ship goes to. Just look it up. It comes to Bermuda, and you just dock off there, and you get to see some spectacular sights. Yeah, you know, drop it, you off right there at Snorkel Park, and then yep. you're a short way away from uh, uh, Horseshoe Bay. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah, that's, that's one of our pinnacles, and you've you've got um, the Gibbs Hill Lighthouse, mm-hmm. and things, and you could travel. Basically, you could do the whole island if if what? you had a great tour guide. Like, you know, while you're here, it showed you the whole island, and not just the the regular. Okay, welcome to Bermuda. Here you go. <laughs> really want to get in. <laughs> if you if you want to go to yard, <laughs> we say that because Lord knows you took me to yard before. <laughs> we going around that island from tip to tip. I'm like, yo, we good here, we good here. And then remember the guest house that I got that was out there in the hills, up on a hill. Like it was a wicked house, yeah, but. It was so lonely back there. It was just crazy, but yeah, you you was talked off, I, and that's trying, a part. That's a part of never did. And plus, remember the activity I got into when I was there. The kind of things we were out there doing, you know, seeing people, wink, wink. You know? Yep, yep. What a, you know, we've had some times. This is yo, listeners. This guy is one of the best human beings I've ever had the privilege of getting to know. This guy is awesome. Well-rounded guy. He'll take you from tip to tip on the island. <laughs> Yo, some <laughs> sketchy places here, some sketchy places there. But most importantly, he's a respected guy. He's a respected guy. He walks with his head high. He walks with respect all the time. And, you know, the kind of company that you keep says a lot. So when people see him with someone who, and he's introducing you, like, you know, this is my people from the States or whatever, whatever, that per whoever it is will remember you, you know? Like, oh, girl, uh, uh, Sheree, she still, yeah. you know, she still reaches out. Peace to you, sister. I hope everything is good. You know, listen, I've had some fun times on that island. Okay, and it's like it's a shame that more people don't frequent it because it's right there. And I think that whole stigma of the whole triangle and all of the nonsense is taking away from an awesome experience. And one of the most wonderful things I've ever done was the Crystal Caves. Please, can you explain a little bit to the people what that is? Well, the Crystal Caves is is basically underground caverns in a sense. And back in the day, they have a story tag that goes with it two young boys playing cricket. Um, the ball went down a hole. One of them took a rope and lowered it down and they end up seeing these fascinating stalactites and stalagmites mm-hmm. um, made out of crystal, basically. And it takes years and years to to grow. But Bermuda itself is how it is. It's a vol- volcano. It's on the mouth? So 
it's on the mouth of a volcano yeah yes yes that's that's correct that's scary that's yes. so awesome <laughs> <laughs> and so this go ahead one of the most beautiful places like you know i only get to see what everyone else sees when they come here when i actually take a trip away and come back and that's <laughs> great you know that 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 to me, I, I get to really say, wow, this is a beautiful place. Yeah, you get to appreciate home. And let me tell you something. I was say, I have said it time and time again. You all live in an oasis that people take for granted. It's ridiculous. And you know who is, who's taken advantage of it? All the rich people who live here and just want to take a weekend trip. They've gone there, bought up all your land and the mm-hmm. houses that they have there. It's beautiful. It's just, they know. They know, but they won't talk much about it. They'll speak amongst each other, the people of a certain tax bracket. Yeah. But they don't talk much about it because they want to keep it to themselves for good reason. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. And those st- stalagmites and stalactites, those things, you're being modest. Those things are millions of years old, yeah? Yeah. Yes, they yeah. are. Historic yes, stuff. And I don't want to tell everything because it's your, it's your spot. You know what I mean? Huh? So stalagmites and stalactites, millions of years old. The scenery is gorgeous. The sand is pink, my God. This place is a piece of heaven. It's an oasis and people just don't even pay it that much of attention. It doesn't make sense. But before we get off of that, how far below sea level is Crystal Caves? sea level it's actually in line with it um in that sense um, but there are it goes down below so sea level is below but the water that runs through it is fresh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the, the water around that surrounds bermuda itself is salt water mm-hmm. but what makes it what makes it unique this is what makes it unique to the island and a lot of people don't know this but it's just basic theory but it's all folklore at the same time that was handed down to us. We're in the middle of the Sargasso Sea, which is a seaweed, type of seaweed that grows around the island of Bermuda. Mm-hmm. But that door acts as a filter. Now, going from my great granny and beyond, in a sense, what they told us was when we go down to the waterside, you know, if we're feeling sick, we go down when the tide goes out, it draws all the toxins and things out of your system. Mm-hmm. Now, when the tide comes in, it brings you in all the minerals. So your body gets to absorb these things. So we use the ebb and flow of the tide, in a sense, to as a way of healing. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of people don't know that, but that's kept amongst Bermudians, in a sense. Like, you know, yeah. And now you're sharing some of the secrets. Let me tell you something. Some of the best skin you're going to see. Some of the nicest bodies you're going to see dwell over there this skin is fantastic fantastic sun-kissed skin all the time i know it gets a little chilly there from time to time but man when it's hot there and everyone has that beautiful glow oh my gosh it, it must be that seawater yeah yeah that's that's one of the things and then mm-hmm. also the type of foods we have mm. um we grow those and you'll find like when the hurricanes come across Mm-hmm. You know, we do have them. We do catch them sometimes, but sometimes we don't have it. But it brings some of the sand from off of Africa, mm-hmm. you know, and the top soil in Bermuda is from the coast of Africa. So when you actually have a banana, in a sense, it actually has its seeds in it. You find that most bananas like dill or taquito, in that sense, just to name some thing, mm-hmm. they don't have the seeds in them anymore. Therefore, you don't get the flavor. Mm. When you eat something from this island, you will experience the flavor. I know, you know back back then I forgot I was hooked on the fish they had there. What was it walla fish? <laughs> Wahoo. Wahoo. Man. Listen. Wahoo. Wahoo. I listen. I was hooked on that and also the uh the rum swizzle. Ah, yes. The rum swizzle. Yo, the rum swizzle. And also, if I wanted something a little softer, I was having the black seal ginger bear. Mm -hmm. They sell it here now. 
<laughs> stuff there now. All right. Yeah, they sell it here now. But I had to cut down. Yeah, Gosling's man, I was getting, I was ridiculous with that. I had to remember, like, hey, you gotta, you gotta chill. That's just for vacation, because it was, it's like, <laughs> it's like drinking soda. It, it like, is. Wow. It is. And when you combine them, you get that Bermuda Mule. That's that's another type of drink when you combine it together. Mm, yes, the Mule. Oh gosh, people. Don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. Take a little two-hour ride. Go for the weekend. I got some good people that will make sure that you're out of harm's way and you have a good time. But man, oh man. So let's switch gears a little bit. So that's just talking about, you know, the scenery and things like that. But what what do you think makes that island like vibrant. What are the vibes that everyone gets into? Like you mentioned cricket earlier with the Crystal Caves story, but what does everyone do for like for leisure? On like let's just say a Sunday afternoon or during the week, things that kids may do after school or what the adults do because I know here even in Brooklyn, there are some women like some of those women from Trinidad, they play netball, which is a sport that they play women play in Trinidad. They play it in a yep. park in, in Brooklyn. So they brought some of their native stuff here and they play that on the weekend and stuff like that. So what do you guys do over there? Man, our main thing down here, and it's just just opened up, just me just looking into the culture of it, is the football. Well, mm-hmm. we call it, well, the world calls it soccer. Mm-hmm. But for us, football. You know, not the American football, but Football, football oh, yeah. with the F-U-T, B-O-L, yeah? Well, that's all they, they, they <laughs> pronounce it. But. <laughs> it's like shells knock it off. <laughs> you, read, you read that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yo, people, if you can't tell that I am absolutely, oh, listen, I can't believe my brother's on with me. Thank you for making the time for me, man. Thank you so much for taking this time. I appreciate you so much. But let's let's move on because we can laugh like this all conversation long, and that's not entertaining to the listeners. For real, for real. So you're saying you guys play a lot of soccer? And- yeah, we have soccer. It, different seasons, of course, within it. Uh, we have the football season that's upon us right now. Mm. Um, then it comes to the spring and into going into the summer, we have the cricket. Um, at the end of that, say about the fourth week in, I believe, July, August, thereabouts. Mm. That's, um, that's when we have a thing called cup match. Now, that's to me, that is the commercial name for it. What is it? The commercialized name for it called cup match, which is a, a cricket game. Can you um, spell that for the people? Because that sounded a little wild from my side. Cup match. C-U-P-M-A-T-C-H. Cup match. Right. Cup match, people. Cup, as in the cup you, you drink from. Like World Cup. Cup match. Just wanted to be clear. I know what you're talking about, but they don't know. Meaning the, about the whole situation. I know about the stadiums and stuff, but I'd rather you talk about it. But cup match. Go ahead. Yeah. And we have, in it's those two days... Um, essentially, um, one was Emancipation Day and Summer's Day, and they go back to back. And those those are the two days that cup match is played on. Now, the Emancipation Days is what they call the freedom of um, the so-called slaves, and I, and I say it like that because that's our people, in, in a sense, like you know. And um, from there, we wasn't able to actually go from island one end of the island to the other. They had checkpoints. I'm glad you brought that up. I I tried to throw a little bit of the hint out there when I mentioned that there are people that have their beautiful homes and oases out there of their own, but they come from here and they buy their homes there. But there is a, a, a strong presence of some segregation with the actual natives when you go there, you can see it. It looks like you can tell, you can tell, Mm -hmm. but you guys are just watching like, no, just the listen. The locals are just such beautiful people. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's quite all right. <laughs> You're reaching into to to where it is. Like you know, keep it real. That's that's the main thing. Keep it keeping it real in life. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to see these things. It's most of the time it's it's just the glitz and the glamour that's always put forward. Mm-hmm. And this is what I what I allude to. That like, you know, if you really want to see a tour. 
they need to actually get on board with an actual local mm-hmm. that knows the island in a sense of the commercialized one that's um, dictated to say this is your tour and this is where you're going. Mm-hmm. You, know, you you have different ways of, of looking at it. Um, but yeah, getting back to the, the emancipation part and, and how I feel that it came about. Like, you know, there's several other ways, but how I feel it came about is we wasn't able to go to see um, someone that's in Somerset when we're living in St. George's and families got split. Mm-hmm. In and now when that happened, you had one end of the island saying, you know what, let's go up to this end of the island and celebrate our family. And as kids and so forth, we're playing marbles or playing cricket in that sense. And then next year, we go back down to the other end of the island. So therefore, it came from one end to the other. And now within the cup match, that's how it goes. You're playing one year down this end, down St. George's. Mm-hmm. And then the other end, you're playing up in Somerset. So the tradition <laughs> continues on, except that now it's more commercialized. And... You, you, it's, it's an event. Once you get immersed in it, you, you, you start to see the camaraderie, the, the, the fun, the spectators getting in, the families join themselves and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not in our hands anymore. Mm. You see, so they have another type of league that you find it's down called the Eastern County Cup or the Western County Cup. Basically, the County Cup games. Now, those are the real ones. Those are the ones that traditions, heritage, family, it's stuck with it. Mm-hmm. It kept away from the commercialized viewpoint. I would say it's like how mainstream versus underground is. Yes. You know, in, in that sense. But once you get into it, you, you start to know, okay, cool, this is this is where we need to be. Mm-hmm. On top of that, we, we still go into all different types of sports as well. We have a national stadium that's up there with a diving place um, and swimming. We just had the national, um, we just had a rugby uh, tournament. A man's UK. I love it. That's another sport that I can watch on mute. I don't need yeah. any volume. I just want to see the bloodshed and the man in the tight shorts. Wow, I what a game! <laughs> have mercy, have mercy. I'll see you tonight. <laughs> oh, good. So, is well, I'm I would assume that cricket is a big thing there because of the fact that you guys are a colony of England. Yes, you know, so does India and these other countries come there and play cricket with you guys often or? No. Well, it all depends. Um, it all depends on the actual cricket board. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they have traveling teams, and we do participate in that. Um, we we do put our leagues together to get into the World Cups or the 2020 things of that nature. So you band together. Uh, yeah. So it, it it just depends on the island because we are still small as a nation. Only 21 square miles. Yes. Miles. That's, that's as big as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, miles wide. So if you, if you can look at it that way, then you see exactly from tip to tip. You can do it within an hour if you're just riding. or <laughs> If you're riding with someone with a brick in their shoe called Mr. DeRosa, or even your homegirl. She doesn't play on the road. Miss Sheree, you girl, you know me. We went and hung out at evening. Yeah. She does not play out there. Yo, she mashes mad gas. Oh, my God. And we're over here driving on, like, crazy, like, cliffs on a cliff. Like, the ones on the cartoon, like, the Roadrunner cartoon, the swivel cliff. Yo, listen. Flash before my eyes many times in Bermuda and many times in the south of France. But let me tell you something. There was nothing like someone who's confident and they got the nerve to drive with one hand and looking at you while they're driving and you're on a cliff. (laughs) On the left side is the right side and on the right side is suicide. I'm like, yo, keep your eye on the road. (laughs) I'm going back home. 
I'm going back home. Please. Yeah. And then they allow you to drink out there. You can walk outside with your alcohol and all. It's, you know. It's but, you know that, that law has, that law has now been, have mercy. Now they're doing sobriety checks. Oh, gosh. Still, I, I must have abused my right when I was there. Oh, <laughs> was I walking around with Mr. Johnny in my hand? What? <laughs> I was walking like my job was to give it to people. That's how I was walking around with it. Like, yeah, you want to drink? Yo, yo. Have mercy. Where was I? Where was I? Always on vacation, man. Think about it. When I'm there, I'm on vacation mode. You know the, what I'm going through when I'm out here. So it's like whenever I go there, it's just to free my mind. You guys are working. You know, yeah. and when I say work, I, I'm using that term very, very loosely because you know what I'm talking about. People were working when I was visiting there. And, you know, you got to make the best of the situation. Everyone's yes, not yes. happy. So. That is, that is true. But yes. the as 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 the people that we are, we always extend our, our, our best gratitude and, and, and gracious Beautiful. ways of how to accommodate. Beautiful people. Oh my gosh. Some of the best I've ever met in my life. I gotta give it to you. That's it. But in terms of okay, so that's like sports and stuff like that. I know Ninja Kati has the station, but like do you guys have a because I know with the whole snorkel park thing, it's like a hangout spot kind of sorta. But do you, did you guys get any like amusement things for the kids or something like a like bumper cars and like? Mr. DeRosa in the building. Here I am. Yeah, I was trying to touch on leisure, like if they built anything new, because I know you, you guys have had like a lot of new structures that have been built there as of maybe the last what, year and a half, two years. But have you guys made anything that's like, you know, something that you do for the weekend, maybe for the family or like, you know, like a Ferris wheel or anything like that? Because, you know, when you go to London, they have the London Eye. They have all those different attractions that you can go to. Like they changed uh, like uh, the uh, oh gosh, Waterloo is a whole different situation now. You've got the Tate Modern down there now. You've got the London Eye. You're not far from like the Parliament buildings and things like that. It's things to do. So, do you guys have anything that's not like that's not party life to do when you're there? There, the most thing that's that's here, if I have to word it in in in, in this way, we don't have Ferris wheels. Uh, of that nature, <laughs> nor roller coasters, <laughs> <laughs> nor uh, wet and wilds. Wet and wild. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't have no, those. No, no, no. But what what we do have is is an adventure. You take what what it is when you bring yourself to the island. Mm -hmm. You look at it and you understand that this is life. Take a seat sit back relax walk with nature and and enjoy yourself that's the main thing that that we promote as a product for the island of bermuda in a sense we we try to keep it away from a lot of the i don't know how to put it uh, more or less commercialized things in a sense, the structures like we don't have skyscrapers. Yes, we don't have we don't have those things. Um, we still mm -hmm. keep it close enough to colony um, within the city. Nothing is taller than the actual church steeple mm -hmm. within the actual city. Um, so we still keep God above everything else. Mm. Um, and when you get down to the other end of the island, St. George's. You'll find that it's it's still that ye old town. You have a town crier. And, oh, oh yay, oh yay. Wow. So that's a whole nother another thing that, that you get to experience. Something way back in the I guess sixteen hundreds. Mm -hmm. I wasn't around then, but Oh you know. yeah, yeah, don't say you mentioned playing marbles, <laughs> brother. I thought maybe, you know, you just look good for your age. I don't know. <laughs> they, they're trying to get to 500 uh, hello 
Why not? Do you watch a show called Black Lightning? Oh man, that that is that's. I feel that's the epitome of my life. That's your life. I don't even. I'm afraid to ask who you are, which character you are, because <laughs> I know who my favorite character is, and it's not what people probably think. But that's a wicked show, isn't it? It is. It is. Oh man. Yeah. And and it's part of the. Oh, oh, what is it? Is is under DC banner? It's DC. Am I correct? Yeah. 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 You know that's. That's something that I, I look at, and back in the day when, so we had a security firm uh, called back in the day Deep Deal Security. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 you know, yes. Shout out to that the company, yes. like you know, big man. Respect to them. Uh, respect to them. Yeah. Yeah, it, they they brought me into that. Now myself going into it, I end up developing a, a name Pitbull, but Neon Outlaw was my actual name that I gave myself. Because ladies and gentlemen, he's being very, very modest. He calls himself Pitbull because that's it should be Bulldog because that's what he looks like. (laughs) Don't let all this this poetic speech (laughs) fool you. (laughs) Okay, okay. I told you I went from one tip of the island to the other tip. I went to radio stations. I was doing all kinds of stuff. I wasn't walking around with Pee Wee Herman. Trust me. (laughs) Okay. But the reason why I brought a Black Lightning was because of uh, my boy. Uh, oh gosh, Whale. Ah, help me go. out. What's his name again? Here we go. Let's see, Whale, Whale, Whale. Something Whale. Tavares. Am I saying Tavares? Tavares Whale. Sounds something like that. But he's the villain, and he's so good. The, oh the my young, gosh. the young boy. You're talking about the young boy. Or are you talking about Tobias? No, Tobias. That's his name. Oh my gosh, he is so good at being bad. I yeah. love, and I brought him up because he he's immortal. So he's one of those where everyone who you know is trying to take him down because he's the bad guy and everything. All they do is marvel at how old he is and how good he looks. So when you said you want to live to be five hundred years old. I think you're on a good path. You know, fitness is the key and you and your friends keep a pretty healthy lifestyle. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you're going to live long and be beautiful. And, you know, someone said the other day, I don't know why men don't deal with black women more often. Your, your wife's going to be 25 until she's 70. A <laughs> 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 man... Health is the key. Try to make sure you're putting the right things in there and just listen to you talk about all the fruits and everything still being in their natural state. That's foreign to us. The fact that everyone is just injecting everything with so many impure things to make more or make them bigger or, you know, because it's a business now as opposed to you just living off the land. The land is a business. So it's like you're over here taking in all these different vegetables and produce and you think you're doing the right thing, but you just... You're taking in so many toxins. And sometimes when you go to a place like Bermuda, something as simple as having a piece of fruit or having at that time the, the wahoo fish or what everything just tasted different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you just felt you just get lost in your time. There. Well, I, I'm speaking from a visitor standpoint. You just get lost. And before you know it, it's time to go, unfortunately. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot. When you show up to the airport, people. You come out and there's a huge pair of Bermuda shorts <laughs> over the door so you can go into the airport because you get down to the tarmac and you walk from the plane into the airport. Those mm-hmm. shorts, I can't wait to see it every time I get... They're pink, right? Or did they change the color now? <laughs> it was well, pink the last time I was there. Well, that, that those are national colors, the pink and blue. Yeah. colors. And that's their formal attire. All the men, the drivers, the professionals, they wear their knee shorts with their socks pulled up and their shoes and their nice shirt. That's that's their formal and the, attire. And we got a jacket. In the wintertime, we got that sports jacket. Mm-hmm. Goes as well. and, and, and no one in the world, and I, and I will stand with this, no one in the world can look better in it. Better than a Bermudian. <laughs> Talk that talk, Mr. DeRosa. <laughs> you know what? 
to your point, the last time this man came here to the States, people, how long ago was that, Stewie? Like what, a year ago? Some month? A year ago. A year, a year from the 30th to the, um, to the 2nd of December. So coming up to about a year. <laughs> this man came out here for some leisure. I'm thinking he brought clothes to come and hang out and stuff. We're going, we're going out to kick it. My boy busts out in his best pair of jeans with a crease with some, <laughs> with some hard bottom three quarter leather boots. What were those booties? It was warm outside. I'm like, what? What are you doing? You know, it wasn't warm outside. It was freezing. Because I remember that one day I had to come get you. Oh and it was boy, freezing. We had to go fix. We had to go do a wardrobe fix quick, fast. Yeah. My boy was well dressed to go to the parent teacher conference, and I thought we were going to go hang and kick it. I, listen, when I saw the crease in your pants, I said, "All right, this is a different, this is a different situation here." I didn't know you were pulling out all of that. I would have busted out my best shawl. We could have went out. Man, man on the ritz. <laughs> oh, you guys, jokes. You look yo. He was cleaner than the board of health to go and do to go and do some wild shit just to go hang. And it's to the point he had to get coached over the phone from his friend, like, come on, man. <laughs> yep. He ain't got nothing regular to wear. Come on, man. I'm like, listen, man, my boy is sharper than 10 tacks. <laughs> but you know what? That's who you are. And I said all that to say this, you know, that uh that sense of nationalism that love for one's country, that love for your people, that love for one another. It shines through no matter where you go, you were comfortably being yourself. And although we're laughing here, you know, it comes from a place of love. I was just- Yes, it does. But so, you know, so we never, did we, I can't even remember what we did because it was so cold trying to hang out that time when you were here. It was bad. It was bad. But, you know, it's, you I think we're going to. Took me to this, this spot. Oh, so we went to go and eat on an evening. So he wanted to get what the Trinis eat when they want something authentic here in this New York. Tell the people what I took you to go and get, Mr. DeRoth. It was a roti. <laughs> and what, what did you wash that down with? What was it now? Can't remember what it's called. Can't remember what it's called then. It was a sorrel shandy. Yes. I had to do it right, people. So he had a wicked, humongous roti. And let me tell you, this guy is like a bulldog, like the bulldog from Looney Tunes who had the little dog. What are we going to do now, Spike? What are we going to do? What are we gonna... He's the, the big dog, this one. And he couldn't even finish it. That's how big the roti was. Hey, I had to pack that up and, and take Ooh. it with but, but it that wasn't was a proud moment. Proud moment. Proud moment. Brother's first roti. It was beautiful. We took pictures and all. It was it was amazing. But uh, that was awesome. I, just, I felt like I was able to show you some stuff and, you know, really try to, how you try to make people comfortable and see what the natives do. I mean, well, in that area where we were, the natives were Caribbeans, Trinis, Guyanese people. I took them to Liberty Boulevard people. We went over there to, uh, which, which one did I take you to? I didn't take you to Sybil's. I took you to... It was... Um... Dude across the street. I took it to the dude across the street. I can't. It's not coming to me right now. Sings, sings. Sing, yeah, I said sings. Yeah. Yeah. I took him to sings, and we met this cool pastor who just happened to start talking to us. He was there with his son, and it was just a cool situation, man. A cold. I, I, like, I like how the layout was. I mean, the layout. If, if I could bring that same design here. Well, I mean, you're over here talking about it on a recorded situation. You should have been to that. Come on now. Come on now. Playing it's, it's, very, it's very, the land did not make it anymore. And, and like <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> he was like, this ain't Dubai, Shelly Ann. 
<laughs> Can you imagine if they made like a piece of land that looked like a pair of Bermuda shorts? I don't know. <laughs> stuff on there because in Dubai, it's amazing there. They have like this gigantic palm, and that's like a, a, a like a it's like a piece of aristocracy when you're able to live in one of the the branches of the palm. It's just yeah. amazing that place from what it's been what it's turned into over the last what twenty years or so. Mm. Ridiculous! It's beautiful, but I just can't believe what they've done with the architecture in this the short time that they've done it. You better stop playing. And and I just gave you the idea. Make something in the shape of Bermuda shorts and start selling the land. Just don't make it too close to all that coral and stuff that's by the Bermuda Triangle. Just stay away from there, please. There we go. There we go. We we got this intellectually copyrighted. So uh... (laughs) just in case you're thinking about going out there and teething people, don't be a teeth, son. That's crazy. So, you know what? So, what do you guys have that's, like, new coming out that we need to know about here? Something that we should try to, like, book tickets and come out there and experience ourselves. Like, do you have anything that's coming up that might be enticing? Because I remember Sinbad used to have, like, his his uh, his trip to Aruba. People used to buy the tickets, go out to Aruba because he used to have, like, a soul fest and stuff like that. What are you guys doing out there that people should go out there and visit you guys? Well, lately, what we're doing, we're bringing, we're tapping into the actual R&B scene mm-hmm. over here. So a lot, a lot of artists like um, Monica was the last one that, that came. Artists Ooh. from back in the day. Yeah, well, Monica know. still got pipes, though. That was a good look. Does she ever? Mm-hmm. I, I got the chance to actually hear her sing and see her. Like, you know, from way back when, it was like, she came out, I was like, wow. This is awesome. And I'm seeing her go through her stages and then just to see her perform her. Mm-hmm. That, that's the essence of Bermuda. The, you know, you get to be so up close and personal without um, um, being in a mass of, of a big stadium of crowd people, mm-hmm. but you see, get, get to see them at a reasonable price. Mm. We have a uh, um, the next group that we got coming in close enough to the end of um, the season. Let's see. We go. Just go through my note right here. Um, Come on. <laughs> Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> is it a friend of mine? Who are they? Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Yeah, we got Drew Hill coming. Hello. One time for them guys, because you guys going to have some shows. Those guys are still amazing, and their live show is spot on. You would never think these guys have been out as long as they've been out. They sound amazing, still. Shout out to Rise and Shine Entertainment and Inferno Productions for putting Mm. this on and bringing them. It's going to be at the Fremont Hamilton Princess Ballroom. Wow. September 22nd. So you're going to have every, everyone there. Black, Toe, Cisco, Nokia, Smokey. Wow. What's the date again? The date's going to be December 22nd. Okay. That's right around the corner. Yeah. So you you have- check, your, check your local situations, your uh, cheaptickets.com, your, wherever you get your online tickets. The tickets are not as expensive as you think they are to go over there. So look it up. That might be a nice little present if you want to give someone a Christmas present. Let's try to, you know, liven things up. Kids don't want toys anymore. They don't yeah. want that. So this would, it sounds like it'll be a nice little right before Christmas trip, bringing your Christmas in Bermuda. You know, try, you know, and if you want to go, if you hear the sound of my voice and you want to go and take advantage, you want to go out there for the weekend or the week or whatever. Please reach out and I will definitely put you in touch with some good brothers that will take care of you. Some good people just in general. Good human beings that will look out for you. The the online, if you're going to go online, it's under ptix, P-T-I-X mm-hmm. dot B-N. And, and that's uh, one of the event places that's online that you got to purchase your tickets. And they got tickets going for like $75, $50. Hmm. $75 with a VIP. You got your local DJs, DJ Rusty G. Rusty um, G. Yep. That, that's, yeah. that's, that's one of the people I stand by, you know, and they got 
that is one of the DJs of Vibe 103. Shout out to Vibe 103 in the area in the hood. Stand up, people. No. Wow. So don't worry, people. I'll put all that information in the description for the show in the event that you want to try something different for your holiday season and, you know, stop giving out these socks and pajamas and, you know, macaroni necklaces. Oh, right. Wait, that's the wrong holiday. That's Mother's Day and Father's Day. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is, man. Try something different. Try something different. People want to spend time together. To me, I think that right there is the most valuable currency that we have right now, Stuart. I think yeah. buying people things is played out now. It is. It you is. Can get whatever it is you want for cheap. And it's just stuff. And then what happens after you've bought someone's stuff? There's nothing that can replace an experience or a memory. So, that, that is so, so yeah. true. I, I, I stopped that years ago, um, even with, within my family and, and in total, like, you know, in the end, mm-hmm. let's, let's do stuff for family. Let's actually do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I went through a difficult stage. Mm-hmm. You know, and and as, as an entrepreneur, sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. Right. Like, you know, I found myself not able to actually get things that they were looking at. So I had to find a different way how to get back to basics. Like, you know, we go through the photo albums that no one's seen like in 25 years. Mm. Rewrap them, you know, and it brought the family back together. And, and that, that to me is what essentially makes anything worthwhile. You know, that's that's true wealth. That's true wealth. That's heavy, man. That's heavy. That's heavy. I actually uh, spoke for my dear Uncle Ernest at his, uh, his going home ceremony. And that was one of the words that I said in closing for his eulogy. I said, you can't measure a man by the money he has. You can only measure him by the people that loved him. And my uncle was a truly wealthy man. Talk about applause in the church for a funeral. It's true. Because at the end of the day, how do you want to be remembered? Stuff like that, you know? So it's always the stuff that's in your heart that matters more than what you can physically give someone because stuff is just stuff, you know? Yeah. So let me wrap this one up and we're going to come back and, and, you know, tie up all these ends. And I don't want to say goodbye, but I got to let you go, brother. So let me wrap up this segment. We'll be back and, and that's it. Yes, Mr. DeRosa. All right, child. So, as a closing statement, I want to know what are a few things you think people should know about your beautiful Bermuda? A few things that people should know is I know you all heard about the uh, Bermuda Triangle, number one. But that's just south of the island, truthfully. Um, planes fly here every single day. Your best bet is get on a JetBlue um, or Delta, American Airlines. you got so many different ways to get here. If you're coming from um, on the UK side, you got British Airways. And you can even from Canada, WestJet. You've got so many ways to get here. And it was so close, so close to you. There's two hours, two and a half hours, depending on the situation. Of course, not from UK, six hours, um, seven hour flight. But once you, once you touch down and, and you come out, you'll be greeted by a taxi or probably myself in, in a van or maybe, <laughs> you know. <laughs> talk your talk, Mr. DeRosa. Let me tell you something, brother. I thank you so much for your time. Thank you for spending this time with me. Thank you for just reflecting back on all the cool times. Well, some of the cool times that we spent and there was there were countless, but just thank you for sharing with my listeners just the awesome, wonderful human being that you are. I thank you so much. I love you, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. Anytime, anytime, anytime you want to promote anything, anytime you want to speak about anything, if anything is just, uh, you know, anything is in your heart, don't let it, stay there if you want to just let it out you want to vent anything you want this is your podcast too so you reach out 
And Thank we can you. Make this happen. No worries, brother. You got a lot of love on this side. Don't worry about it. Listen, people, get used to him. You'll hear him again. This is definitely one of my brothers from another mother. I love you, Stuart DeRosa. You just keep doing what you're doing. Keep spreading that knowledge. Keep being poetic about speaking about the things that matter. Okay? All right. Thank All right. You. Thank Anytime. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Stuart DeRosa. Peace, blessings, and love to one of the most clean-hearted, informative, intelligent, encouraging men that I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. My brother from another mother, Mr. Stuart DeRosa, a.k.a. Stu. And just, when you listen to this podcast, I'm sure you guys can understand why we get along well, like us as a little group, we have a good time, you know? So when you have time and you'd like to experience some of the stuff that Stuart so graciously explained to us and painted the picture of what Bermuda is, go out there and get some of that culture for yourself. You know, go out there maybe for a weekend. It's only two hours away from JFK. It's probably the same time away from LaGuardia. I'm only saying probably because I I will never fly internationally out of LaGuardia unless I'm bound, gagged, and pushed underneath the plane with the animals. I wouldn't do that again, but that's a whole nother show. It's right there by JFK. In fact, Stuart broke it down from a lot of the different airports, how close it actually is. I say it's well worth it. Like I said, for the holidays, it's so mundane. It's so, it's so boring to keep giving gift cards and things like that over and over. How about you trade in that gift card and that sweater someone's never going to wear or the clothes that people are not going to wear, just those things that depreciate and no one ever really wants, and trade that in for a memory or an experience. You know, those kinds of things walk hand in hand. And I can't think of a better place to go visit. You know, if you're trying to do it last minute, trying to just get in, get out, just do something and see some culture. Take that short trip right over there to Bermuda and see what's going on. Because they have a lot of things going on over there, you know. And it's just, it's, it's a shame that we don't go over there and take advantage of the beautiful time you can have right there. So, peace to my brother Stuart. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks for everything. You were super duper informative. You were like my human rendition of the Encyclopedia Britannica. You rock. Mad love, brother. Peace to your family. Peace to everybody over there on that beautiful island of Bermuda. I will be back soon. Hopefully I can come out there and check out that Drew Hill uh, experience. Because that's what it's going to be. Those guys still got it. And that's going to be one hell of a show. But uh, that's all I have for now, people. That's all I have. So you know what it is. Please be positive like the blood type. And your time is your most valuable commodity. Do not waste it for everyone. Later, people.